me now. Hey, what's up, brother? Can you hear me? Now I got you. Okay, cool, cool. All right, hey, <laughs> give me a few seconds, man. Let me do this introduction real fast, and then I'll get you on there uh, properly, all right? Yeah, man, take your time. I'll stay quiet here, and you let me know when to come in. <laughs> all right, cool. Hey, check this out. Hey, so, hey, welcome to Under the Net Podcast, and thank you for joining me today, Under the Net, and listening to my podcast. My name is Patrick Juarez, a.k.a. Cool Breeze, which uh, Danny Lopez knows me about that one, <laughs> a.k.a. Patrick F. Baby, um, and most of my family knows me about that one. Um, um most of my life, I've been in the military, and I've had a chance to live all over the world, meeting a lot of great people. Uh, this podcast gives me the opportunity to bring all my family and friends to my world under the net so I can listen to their stories, life experiences, jokes, or teaching moments that may be beneficial to myself or others as we live our ordinary lives. So please, turn up the volume, take a moment to hear what my family and friends have to say, and welcome to my world under the net. Hey, today I have a special guest. Which all my guests are special, but this is my first podcast, and uh, this is my first guest. And, um, you know, uh, Danny Lopez, which, uh, you know, on, on my on my spreadsheet here, I have uh, Chief Lopez. Uh, he, he's got a podcast of himself called the On the Gun Line podcast. And I, and, and I got to tell you right now, Chief Lopez, that, that podcast is amazing, man. It is amazing. I, I, I uh, When we first talked about this, uh, you took it and you ran with it, and that is everything that I had envisioned of it being. Now, minus the part that you run in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to, I had to streamline, I had to take my my podcast in a different direction, which is okay because mm-hmm. um, I, I think you're a perfect, I think you're a perfect fit for that podcast right there. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce yourself, Danny Lo. Lopez, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Danny Lopez, Chief Lopez. That makes me sound like I'm a warrant officer, but I actually work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast, brother. It, you know, it's been a long time coming for you. I know you've been under the weather and whatnot, had a couple of delays, but I mean, here we go, man. Let's make it happen. Well, yeah. So, hey, and, and I got to apologize for that because, you know, I was looking at the dates just now and, and we, were, we were trying to do this a couple weeks ago and I had a funeral to go to, so I drove from Maryland to Texas, and I didn't expect to be as part of that funeral as I as I was uh, when I got there, as receptive right. as I was. Um, and so that took all my my undivided time. And oh, then yeah. the next week, I, I was recovering from the drive, dude. We took we we made a thirteen hour drive in a twenty one hours. Oh shit! Uh, with just being sick and, you know, and just, I just wanted to come home and everything. So it was just like, you know, we had to make it. It was one of those, it was one of those 20 Ks, man. You just had to keep yes, going, sir. keep pushing. Yes, sir. So we you finally got Charlie home. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I slept for like almost four days just trying to recover Ooh. from that. So I, I definitely apologize. And, but we're here. But we're there's here. no need we're, to we're apologize, here. man. Life happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Things happen. A- shit happens. We make it, we make it happen though. That's one thing you used to tell me as a when I was a young private that NCOs you know make it happen. So, but yeah, man. <laughs> well, I, well, that go ahead. That's the thing. Yeah, y'all, y'all had to make it happen. You know what I mean? And I gave you all the credit for that. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> Everything. Hey, you know, the only reason I started my podcast was because um, it said in order for me to be able to uh, to talk with you on the on the podcast, I had to make a podcast. So that's what I ended up doing, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna run with it. See what? Oh, can I cuss on this one, by the way? Yeah, my absolutely, bad, my absolutely. Bad. Go ahead. <laughs> so you know, I, I just decided to go, you know, run with it. And next thing I know, 
yeah, it just it just began a life of its own, and so far it's been it's been like therapeutic almost, to be honest. I like that. Well, you know, you know, you're the one that put the idea in my head, and then I didn't think I was gonna go with it, man. I thought it was gonna be a you know a guest on yours, and every once in a while, but next thing I know, here I am running trying to do one myself. <laughs> Dude, and 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 yeah, I'm telling you, like you hit me like at the moment, man. I was telling you, like when I called you, and I was like, "Hey, this guy right here is gonna be the guy to freaking make this go somewhere." Um, but as as far it also not only go somewhere, but push me to go, you know, go in a, dir- a direction that I needed to go to. Yes, sir. So you, you definitely, you definitely took that and ran, and and the dude, I appreciate that because I love hearing those stories. And and, and you know, here's the thing: is most of your guests so far. Man, y'all were like young privates, young, young soldiers when 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 y'all are talking about your stories. Right. But then y'all talk about what y'all are doing now. Yeah. So it's almost like seeing your kids grow. Right. Not saying y'all are my kids, but um, you it, know, y'all were young. Yeah, in the military um, time frame, um, in the military mind, you know, it doesn't matter about age, it's about your time in service. I was what, twenty six years old. And, you know, I know that you're younger than me, but you knew more about the military life than I knew about it. So, I mean, yeah, in a way, we were your kids. I mean, I was under you. You know what I mean? Hey, you, you, uh, uh, Wilson and, and, and Moyer, Wilson. shout out to Wilson and Moyer. Y- y'all guys gave me a run for my money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you uh, definitely had your moments. <laughs> Those were good times. Oh, I'm man. sure. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, but I would tell you this: I wouldn't have no any other guy on that gun truck, you know, uh, making things happen. You were like Moses when it when it came to spreading <laughs> the water. You would, you would do that. I said, "Hey, Lopez, let's go this way," and you were like, "On it," you know. So we did that. You know, we we would uh, part the waters uh, in the middle of Baghdad and Shit. and get where we needed to. Go. Hell yeah! And you had my back though when needed. I remember there was this big ass E seven that tried to talk shit to me because we cut their convoy off. And I remember you jumped out of the gun truck, all five foot two of you standing up next to this <laughs> going off on him for talking shit to me, man. That was awesome. You know, it, it was definitely, uh, those were definitely some good times, man. Like in hindsight, yeah. they're, you know, memories that no other can, can ever fucking take away from us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, hey you know, speaking of that, you know, I was listening. I, I listened to yours in in Hunt's uh, um, Lee Hunt. Oh, shout out to Lee Hunt, man! That was a fucking <laughs> amazing podcast. Thank you. Um, that was an amazing episode. But 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 I was thinking about that today, and I was like, hey, so you know, the question that I wanted to ask you was, if you could take bits and people, uh, bits and pieces, you know, people from each organization that you've been with, mm-hmm. and make an organization. How strong would that organization be? Oh, man, that thing would be outstanding, man. If I took all, like, all the <laughs> high speeds and made a, made my own business or company out here or some kind of a, bro, you got a lot of people with a lot of uh, potential. You know, all you got to do is exploit it, find it and exploit it and, and share it with them. It, we had a lot of high, we, there were a lot of low speeds too, but they, they ain't in the picture. <laughs> so, but you know, but, but sometimes you got to have some low speeds, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I guess, man, to give you, try to motivate them. Leadership challenges. So, so not in the civilian world, I guess, as you used to say, but maybe in the military. You got to have some low speed, you know? I mean, you got to have something to laugh at. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You got to have some Wilsons. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, and, you know, this format that, that you're come up with, uh, the, the idea that we that you brainstormed and, you know, you invited me into, I think it's a great, great way to, you know, just not only, you know, get our stories out there to be heard, but as well as like keeping in contact with each other. Because honestly, uh, today I was talking with Kowalczyk and, you know, he hasn't talked to Hunt in over 10 years. And all of a sudden, you know, they linked up. Now they started talking again. You know what I'm saying? So you could say hi and bye to each other on social media, but it, it's not the same as actually sitting and talking to a brother. You know what I mean? That That's the same way I felt. Um, you know, I was driving. I was driving to Texas when I listened to yours and Kowalczyk's uh, episode. And my boys were listening to me, uh, listening, you know, because they're in the car. They had no right. choice. I, I just <laughs> I, I stopped the music and I put it on. Right. And, and they're like, Sergeant Jay. Chief, you know, Sergeant Juarez, and this, and they're like, hey, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, Daddy's on the radio. <laughs> but, but you know, that was, that that's a you know, it's like just hearing stuff, like hearing Kowals, like hearing Marquez, hearing, you know, Hunt, you know, doing this. Um, mm-hmm. And I probably release it. Uh, definitely going to release it soon. Um, but yeah. it's just things where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, like, I ain't heard this guy, you know, in, in forever. And, and just, and, and go back to that, that conversation where, or that comment earlier where everybody grow. Everybody's different. Right. What we were 10, you know, and, and yeah. we're doing different things and we're thinking different and we're, you know, moving. In. But we're still that same person, you know, that who we were when we first met, you know, so stuff like yes, that. Sir. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, well, absolutely, the- one of the most awesome things about this is like, you know, you pick up where you left off uh, the last time that uh, that that you were with that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fifteen yeah. years have gone by since our first deployment. And yet, you know, it's still fresh in my mind like it was just yesterday. You know, I can still remember you giving me those pills that were in a little box. And I'm like, what are these for? And you're like, oh, for when you get shot. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you mean if I get shot, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. You know, it, it's well, just it's an awesome platform. Yeah, because because I don't remember that conversation until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I did say when you get shot, you're like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah, when you get shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, shit, thankfully we all made it back safely, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's crazy though, like you said, how how we've all evolved from being that young private, you know, and how you as our uh, quote unquote, you could say almost mentoring us without us even knowing, you know what I mean? Because we we emulated y'all, but without even knowing that we were doing it, you know, we were like, okay, th- I'm gonna take bits and pieces from this leadership, from that leadership to make me the leader that I would want to become eventually. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. The standards yeah. were always there, trust me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I held on a lot of things. <laughs> well, you know, y'all, y'all showed me some things too, you know, you uh. Uh, old man Moyer and, and Wilson. I mean, y'all showed me some things too. I mean, uh, just just the the humility, you know, of of the fact that you know y'all were older than me, so I had to learn some, you know, some quick things really quick too, you know. Um, but but I tell you, man, there was always a comical moment in in that truck. Um, every time we went out, there was always something. Either it was Wilson, it was uh, Moyer, it was you. Yep. I, I had some moments myself too. I, I'm not even gonna lie, you know. Uh, <laughs> But those are some great times. I mean, there's always some times that you can go back to and think of, hey, this is my safe space. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a moment that I can go back to and that I know that I did something successful or 
um, you know, um, happy or, or whatever, you know, you fill in the blank uh, right. in my life that, 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 that served a purpose, you know? It, it's an accomplishment that you are uh, that, that, or a mile marker in your life, you know, a story to add to your book of your life. And um, it trips me out. Like, I mean, how many people can say that they saw Saddam Hussein? You know, yeah, we got to see Saddam yeah. Hussein. We got to pull guard for that fucker. And not a lot of people can say that. We used to drive by Babylon, you know, where the ruins of Babylon, where we used to go to Al Hilla. You know, we saw I tell that. that story all the time, man. I, all this time I drove by Babylon and they're like, yeah. well, did you? I'm like, no, I just drove by it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but when was the last time they ever came, went out of the city? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So I, I get your point. I get your point. You said um, a key word right now, though, safe space. It's funny that you mentioned that word because earlier today I was writing some stuff down, or was it last night? I was writing some stuff down for my um for mine. And you know how the snowflakes nowadays in colleges, they need to have a safe space so that they don't get offended. You know, I think that our podcasts are more of a safe space where we don't want those that get offended. We offend. That's just uh, how we are in our, we don't do it intentionally. It's just the way that we speak and the way that we are. And in this forum, it's our sort of safe space where we can be how we want to be without any interruptions or any um, sandy vaginas, if you will, you know? So this is kind of our safe space here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I would say this too. You know, I mean, a lot of the military, we, we have dark humor. We have yes. really dark humor. Uh, and and it's not just because that's who we are. It's because you you get you get thrown into a section or whatever of with people with all walks of life, mm-hmm. and you don't know where they're from. You don't know anything. You have to figure that out. And mm-hmm. so when they start saying something that's like, and they're joking, and you're just like, wait, hold, hold on, you know. And it's very <laughs> offensive, and you're just like, wait, hold on, do I take the offense to this or do I laugh at it? You know. And it's just like right. so you have to come adaptive to it. And my younger son. This guy, he has a lot of dark humor, and, and, and when I laughed at it, he was just like, "Are you laughing at that?" I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "You know, it's funny." You know, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Well, you, we have like, to have a certain mentality for that, for the type of line of business that we were in. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. For example, Hogan. Hey. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, for example, Hogan. He used to have this thing that um he used to say all the time, like, "Man, if you go out there waiting to get blown up." You won't be surprised when it happens, you know, or you won't be disappointed when it happens. So you got to have the mentality you're going to get blown up. And then he used to always call me like, hey, Lopez, Lopez, because he was the gunner behind me. And I would turn around and be like, what's up? Then he would point at me with his finger and make an explosion motion with his hands, like telling me (laughs) you are going to get blown up. And, um, you know, he would tell me that, though, because he knew that that would keep me on my toes being in the lead gun truck. I mean, we were bait. You know, that's all we pretty much were. Let's be real. We were out there to get hit or, you know, if shit was going to happen, it was going to happen to us. So, you know, that was his way of keeping me on my toes. <laughs> hey, well, well, you know, I haven't even gotten to your introduction, but man, we've got so deep into this conversation. Oh, now, yeah. that you say, <laughs> now that you say that, did, does that bother you ever that, that we were bait? Does that ever bother you? Not really. And um, to me, it was uh, it came with the territory because I rather I wouldn't have trusted any other gun truck ahead of us. I just I agree. I I agree. I don't think (laughs) that, you know, no offense to all the other gun trucks, you know, but I think that, I mean, we were we had our eyes on the fucking road. We and we worked really well together. You know, when shit hit the fan, we needed to do what we had to do, you know, Um, and. I wouldn't. I, I don't think I could have trusted any other person in the front, 
in the lead. Or yeah, I wouldn't well, have been as comfortable. Know, right, right. And and you know what? I, I got questioned a lot of a lot of times on, on the decisions that, that uh you know that I had had to make. Um mm-hmm. and, and and there were a lot of times where I said, Hey, it wasn't my decision. You know, it was my it was my gunner's decision, it was my driver's right. decision. You know, we were a team in there and they and they look at me like crazy, like, what do you mean it wasn't your decision? No, it wasn't my decision. You know, this is this is um this is a gut feeling that that not only I have, but my guys have too. You know, right. so we're we're one pulse. And if yep. my my gunner is saying, "Don't go this way," I'm not going that way. You know, I yeah. I, I don't see what he's what, what he's seeing up there. I I I have to trust him. Exactly. Uh, my driver the same way. You know, I have to trust him to make that decision and you know go this and that. You know, whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like organized Absolutely. chaos. It was organized chaos in there. You know, that's oh the way my I God. see it. And um, because. <laughs> I just I just think about like fucking uh old man Moyer behind the wheel. I don't know what Wilson was doing. He was just sitting there. But you know, you were scouting, looking on the roads, you were looking at, at the BFT and also, you know, keeping your eyes out looking for IEDs. You know, so we, we were all multitasking at one time, but you know, we each had a job to do. And we yes. we fucking executed and we did it to the best of our abilities, you know. Granted, there yeah. were some times that I mean I don't know if you even know about that one time that the past 13 out uh, of the battery died on me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if I, I, there's a lot of stories. Man. I think I, I don't know that, that, uh, <laughs> you know, that I hear afterwards, you know, and I'm just like, right. okay, I'm glad I heard afterwards. For real. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what uh, Wilson's job was and he did it really good. Uh, he was the DJ. Remember, remember he would play those songs and, and, and we would, uh, that's true. That's true. That's right. He did put the music onto the onto the little headphone. That's right. <laughs> There's a couple of songs that I listen to, man, and every time I hear it, I automatically go right to that that truck, and I'm just like, man, oh, that's shit. a song that I, I can't yeah. listen to turn the page without thinking about being back over there. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, that one. And what was the other one? Um, that no, it wasn't the Thunder Road. It was um, oh my gosh, it was the one there was that the other doors, one. I think. Oh, um, it's probably, dude. There were so many things that that went on so long ago. It's just gonna come naturally yeah. after we flow with it. But oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Those were some good times, man. I mean, and to this date, I still miss them. They were the worst, best times of my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. So, 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 change the subject a little bit. Yeah. Hey, how much money did you give uh, to that stripper Geneva Sky from Dallas, <laughs> Texas? <laughs> no, that, is that the chick that fell off the pole? That that is her. Hey, did you hear? Like her GoFundMe is up to forty k for medical. What? Expenses. Damn! I 40K. need to go start, bro. I need to start dancing on that pole then. Shit, because <laughs> <laughs> she's doing something right. But you know what? Hey, you gotta give yeah. her some credit. She fell on her face, got and just started dancing. Kept on dancing, man. That that's just that's dedication. Going. That's dedication to your job. <laughs> yeah, and what, what would you do if you fell off that pole? <laughs> bro, <laughs> I'd pick up the dollar bills and run out. <laughs> bro, I don't think I could. That lady has some resilience on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. she was high as hell. One of the two. <laughs> oh, hey, so so I yeah. kind of got off topic, man. So let me let me introduce you, man. This oh, is a, you know I think. I, I did introduce you, but let me let, let's get a little intro of you. You know, you know who you are, where you're from, and, yeah, and no stuff doubt. like that. All right, go ahead, man. So, all right, my name is Danny A. Lopez. I'm a 42 year old ex cannon cocker. 
Uh, spent 10 years in the army. I got medically retired, um, in 2015. And, um, now I live in San Antonio. I'm originally from Los Angeles, but, uh, live in San Antonio now in the great state of Texas, or as Hunt called it, the great nation of Texas. I uh, got three kids and I work as a fucking terp of all things. I turn, I turn into a terp, man. And for those <laughs> that don't know an interpreter, I'm an interpreter. And so that's what I do for a living. There's not a lot of jobs out there for old cannon cockers if you don't have a degree. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm going through that same thing right now, transitioning. But I do. Mm-hmm. I, I graduated last uh, December with my degree. So um, that's what's up, man. Congrats. That's going to take you a long way out here. Well, yeah, but even still, man, I still, I still feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to find a job being a truck driver. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's not a bad thing to do. I have an old first sergeant. Well, he was my smoke, and um, he became first sergeant. Went to Sergeant Major Academy, but he ended up getting out. Uh, he got medically retired or retired. But um, he's he's he went the truck driver route, and he has a degree. He has a master's. But it's um, it's the what he likes is I think this all has to do with our service. He likes the fact that he has autonomy. It's um, you know, he doesn't have a boss to report to, and he has a mission to complete. Point A, point B, get it done. And good to go. So, I mean, truck driving, that would have been the route I would have gone if my back wasn't so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, hey, how, how, how does a back get fucked up from, from going from being a gangster to a soldier oh, to being an interpreter? Uh, I don't know about that gangster thing, man. That, 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 those are rumors. <laughs> um, hey, no, those, those are rumors, but, I mean, you know, those, those are still – that's still kind of what under the net kind of means, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like. We were in the truck and we had a lot of conversations. Oh, yeah. And, um, you I, know, it, it just, I don't know what it is. To me, people inspire me. Um, right. uh, but, but I'm interested in a lot of people. And, and dude, you know, you telling me, you know, your lifestyle, because as a leader, I have to know you. I have to mm-hmm. get you to know you personally, um, you know, in and out, you know, whatever. Um, and hey, um, I, I don't think I met your new wife. Um, which, hey, you have a beautiful family, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate um, that, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, you, you're on your, like, dude, I, you know, I kind of envy you, man. Because, you know, for one, you got a motorcycle, you know, and I'm trying to get a motorcycle, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to envy, man. There's nothing to envy. I mean, you're going to get there. Hey, you, you say there's nothing to envy, but there is. You know, you, you, you have a family. You, you know, you're happy. Um, and, and from the guy that I know, you know, uh, you know, we talked about stories about you being, you know, and I don't know if you were in a gang or not or anything, but, you know, associated <laughs> with whatever, right, right. you know, but, but look at you now. Would, did oh, you, yeah. would you have thought about that, you know, when you were 18 or, or Oh, whatever? not even, man. If we go back to my knucklehead days, you know, there was no way I would have seen myself ever being, first of all, a soldier, second of all, a combat veteran, third of all, you know, owning my own home, you know, having a wife and kids, uh, that those were things that were, you know, something that you saw on TV, but it wasn't an expectation for me. My expectation was, I didn't know if I was going to live to the next year. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, but slowly but surely I started trying to make changes in my own life. And then when the war kicked off, that's when, um, they started allowing GEDs. So I had my opportunity to get in and, you know, I always wanted to be in the the military when I was a kid, always. I had two brothers that were Marines and one in the Army. So I wanted to follow those steps, but my knucklehead ways, they they kept me from it, you know what I mean? 
But uh, right. as I got older and started thinking more of uh, more than just myself, that's when um, I had the opportunity to join the military. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take this and I- I'm around with it, man. You know, th- there's no I- I'm getting to live my dream here. So I did that. Right. And then um, shit. And then, of course, they wanted me to come to bring me in as a, a dental specialist into the army because of my background. I was a dental assistant before I joined. And so I told them, no, I want to blow things up. You know, <laughs> when I'm 75 years old, sitting down in the OVA, uh, you know, at the or at one of those uh, taverns or something. And they asked me, what did you do for a living during the war? I don't want to say I fought against tooth decay. You know, I want to say I blew stuff up, you know. I, right. You know, I, I want to have real stories. And um, lo and behold, you know, unfortunately, I got if I can't lead from the front, I'm not going to be able to lead at all. You know what I mean? That's one thing you yeah. taught me. So um, if you can't lead from the front, you can't lead, man. So eventually the Army said, hey, thank you for your time. Here's the DD-214. And uh, the transition out here to the real world, man, it's it's been a, a hectic one. It's been um. It's been a it's been a rough one. The first I think two or three years were definitely definitely rough. Uh, trying to find myself, you know, how how to fit in into this world without, you know, I, I guess you know people have this perception that oh we're supposed to be a military force that's professional and blah blah blah. Yeah, we're professional when it comes down to it. But there's also the shoot you know when we shoot the shit and like we're doing right now, you know, and we can speak and be who we are. You can't do that out here in the real world nowadays, man. God forbid yeah. you, you say the wrong thing. You're going to get an EO complaint or what they call out here, an HR complaint. And then just trying to talk with somebody and have a meaningful conversation, it's difficult. It's like I told Marquez, most of my times, man, even when I'm surrounded around people, that's when I feel most alone because I have absolutely right. nothing in common with them. And, and I heard you say that when, when I listened to that episode and I felt that, you know, because – um, you know, because even being around family, you you can still feel alone. You yep. know what I mean? It's like, holy crap! Like, how how is it? But as soon as you see one of your buddies that you've served with or oh, yeah. or what deploy with, and it's just like, hey, bring it in. You know, yes, like, sir. what the heck? You know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, when... so... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, just like I was gonna mention, like you know, when we all got together for uh, Quintero's funeral. Uh, I bring this up all the time is because we all hadn't seen each other in, in forever and a half. And all of a sudden, I mean, we picked up exactly where we left off, you know, like I was talking shit to Bricker, you know, and Roberson and all these guys, you know, Machuca, we were all there. And it was like, we were back, um, like, you know, we were back in the field again. Like we were back in the military, like, you know, it's that brotherhood, that camaraderie is always there. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, man, I, I went AWOL on, on social media for, like, a couple of years, man, after my divorce. Like, I think I think it was, like, three years, dude. Like, I, I got divorced, and I just cut everything off, you know? Yeah. Um, but but I needed that. And I went back. I, I, I think I just opened up my, my Facebook, like, in December <laughs> this this past year. And, mm-hmm. and then, look at me, I'm, like, I'm doing podcasts and stuff like that, you know? Yep. Um, but, but I think I needed that to find myself, uh, you know, who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be. Um, mm-hmm. And and it, it's just like a flow. It's like a it's like a floodgate of uh, excuse me of um, you know all the love and attention because I'm telling you like I, I open my face my social media, I get this idea, I hit you up with it, and boom, dude, you're like on episode seven or eight, and I'm <laughs> on episode one like weeks ago. You know, like, this is my first episode. 
Um, but it automatically already starts feeling like, hey, you, you did the right decision. You right. know, you did the right um, you know, there's nothing wrong that you did. And this is just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, hey, keep going, man. Keep moving forward. And, and, I, and I will tell you the same thing, man. Like, hey, keep going with what with this idea. It, it doesn't matter where it came from. Keep right. going, man. This, this, is a, this is a very successful thing. Um, maybe not immediate or, you know, something that you see uh, right now, but other people are affected by it. And that's right. the thing. You know, hey, you know that's hey, the thing. Hey, hey, it's funny you say that I, I've had a couple of people hit me up offline like, Hey man, you know, thanks for what you're doing. You know, it's, it's really cool that you have this, you, you know, it's a place that it just brings us back to the old days, the memories. And yeah, I, I dig that. You know, if even just one person is it, getting a, a joy out of it for half an hour while you're stuck in traffic or something, you know, then I, I, I'm, I feel successful in that. But with that being said, um, yesterday I was, uh, I was writing some stuff down for, for mine. And I, I, I wanted, I wrote an end state, you know, cause like with everything in the military, there's gotta be an end state. Like what's, what's success look like. So basically yeah. I almost made my own op order for myself, you know? <laughs> like, right. Right. And, right. And that's what ended up helping me out trying to uh, figure out where I'm going with this. And, you know, for me, like you said, I'm on episode seven. It's only been three weeks, but, um, I'm still trying to find out how to guide it and how to move it. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, it can start off. Like I want, at first I was thinking about making it just something like comical or something like that. But at the same time, I'm not a fucking comedian, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no damn Seinfeld, you know, I mean, I got some funny <laughs> stories, but I don't know if they deliver right. And then, you know, from Wait, there, hey, you, you didn't, you didn't hear about everybody in the military's comedians, you know what I mean? Shit, apparently. <laughs> oh, we're all a bunch of jokers. <laughs> I know I got called joker a lot, so. <laughs> but, you know, and it's just a great format, man. And the way with, um, you know, how you decide to go with yours, you know, it's going to be awesome. I, uh, I think that yours is more structured for like a, like a more, uh, I don't want to say professional, like mine is unprofessional, but more, um, mine is more shooting the shit type deal. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's kick back and talk the shit. And I don't know what your structure is or what your end state is. I don't even know if you know yours yet. You know what I mean? I think you're going to find well, it as you go with it. Well, I, I'll tell you this, my, your end state is uh, my end state originally was exactly with what you're doing with yours. Right. Um, and and that's what I said, like man, dude, you're you're hitting you're hitting it on the money. In my mind, you're you're you have hit the jackpot with what I wanted with my pot podcast. Um, now with with like I said, I had to change direction on mine, um, and I think we're doing that right now because what um, for the background of, of, of my mental was, uh, you know, I, I I've I've gone through a divorce. You know, right. I'm a single parent. Uh, I I. I Graduated one bachelor's, you know, last December. You know, I just keep right. going. I'm about to retire. You know, stuff like that. So, so those are a lot of uh, positive points in my life, right? Right. But, but in my eyes, these are just things that are like, hey, you know, it's just something that has to happen. You know, <laughs> it's right? Like, it's, it's not even a choice. You know, like you have to do it. You know, right? Um, and that's what, and that's how us in the in the military we see things. We're just like. Okay, you did a 20K. Okay, now what's next? <laughs> okay, do a PT test. Okay, now what's next? Go to the range, shoot expert. Okay, now you do that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you... so these are just successes that you just continue to do. Right. And it's just like, uh, it's, it's an ordinary thing. Well, 
now everybody else, you know, that's not in the military or, or in the military, whatever, they, they have the same stories. They have the same success stories. They have the same, you know, uh, drive or whatever. They mm-hmm. just don't know it yet. So that's right. why I think my end statement is, is just kind of get everybody to realize, hey, yeah, you can't be successful too. You don't have to be in the military to be successful. Oh, yeah, exactly. You, you, you can know. be successful at whatever you want. It's, it's however you define success, you know. Uh, there's a lot of people that define success by having lots of money. Just because you have lots of money doesn't make you successful, you know. Absolutely. You know, as it's what makes you happy at the end of the day. Because I always uh, thought to myself, you know, if they could pay me a million dollars to shovel shit, but I'm not going to be successful to me because I'm not doing what I love. You know what I'm saying? That to me would yep. define success. That I'm doing something that I love, and if I get paid for it, to me that's just an an um an added fringe benefit. Right. And um, you know, I've always enjoyed like talking. That's one thing I like doing is talking. Unfortunately, um, my voice with the civilian sector it uh, projects a bit a little bit of authoritative. So <laughs> for all y'all getting out of the military, learn how to become approachable. That's one thing that um, <laughs> that I was told that I was not approachable, that I seem very yeah. uh, standoffish and that I, I yell a lot. And I'm like, I'm not yelling. That's just how I talk, <laughs> you know, very matter of factly. <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah. when you come out, it's going to be something that people that are in transition are going to want to go ahead. And um, I wish they would do that in ACAP or whatever it's called now, that they would teach you like, hey, you know, you got to change your way of thinking. Uh, it's it's not going to be like that in the civilian sector. Especially if you go to work like in um in a corporate environment. Yeah, yeah, no, and no, and I tell you this that that's a definitely a lesson that I learned from you. Um, and, and when we talked that one Sunday that I called you, and that was something that I said, you know, I might not, I might have been a wall, but it doesn't mean I wasn't following people. I was still following mm-hmm. a lot of my friends and family, and I was still living their life, you know, through them. And that was mm-hmm. something that I had heard, you know, or read that you were having a struggle with, and that's why I said. And, and believe me, I know you're a talker because, you know, <laughs> in, the, in the gun truck, you would you would talk about things. And I'm just like, is this dude really a gangster? And he's talking about this stuff, you know, um, <laughs> because you would have an opinion on all different types of matters. Right. And I'm right. just like, this is the guy. This is the guy that, you know, I think he is just perfect for this, you know, this this arena right here. And and and. and Everybody has a strength in something, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what it is, whether it's writing up scripts, whether it's, you know, talking the scripts, whether it's, you know, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I definitely saw the strength in this and I was just like, boom, Danny Lopez is going to be doing this podcast and boom, 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 you know. And, yeah. and it went you being a co-host to you actually hosting your own things. I and know, you said, right? You're like, hey, I'm going to do my own. And I can do yours. And then I was just like, well, yeah, absolutely. Do your own. I'm cool with that. Right. I didn't, um, I didn't want to step on toes. That's what I want to make sure first that it was cool with you before I went no, on. No, you were And I always yeah, yeah, give given credit to where uh, the idea came from. You know what I mean? I give credit that you're the one that brought it up. And, you know, I just think that, you know, um, we probably would have, like, uh, like I said, we have, I think, two different uh, formats on it. And yeah, yeah especially after I, I heard you when you were speaking with your uh, with, with your mentor coach guy, um, you know, I can see you going that route with it. You know what I'm saying? And not that there's anything well, wrong well, with it. I mean, it, it, they kind of like mesh with each other. You know what I mean? They um, 
they intertwine. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing too that I've been thinking about too, and it's been on my mind. As you're you're out, you're not in the military no more. I still am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. So so I'm I'm a little bit constricted on what I can say and what exactly. I can't say. Um, and that's part of the reason why I was just kind of like, well, okay, you you run with it that way because I think that's a better option and that's a better choice because I can't I can't say certain things exactly. until I retire. You know, I dropped my I dropped my uh, my retirement packet a couple weeks ago, so. We'll see how that goes, but yeah, you know, and you're right about that because I have a couple of guests that are coming on um here soon, and two are still active. So you know, right. I, I spoke with them, and I know that there's certain topics that we can and certain topics that we can't touch on. You know, exactly, exactly. And I'm, I don't want to hinder their career either. You know what I mean? Because right at, at the end of the day, I get to shoot the shit and go. You know, I I ain't got to report to Uncle Sam the next day. My fir- I don't got to report <laughs> to a first aren't. You know, so, right, right. And that was my hesitation on that one was just because I was like, I knew immediately where you wanted to go with it. Right. And I was just like, wait, <laughs> hold on. I'm still, <laughs> I'm trying to hang on one more year. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. But it, you know, if I wasn't in the military, I would have been like, yeah, let's do that shit, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but, but like I said, though, I, I give you props for that because you're you definitely take it in the way that, that I'd love to ha- I see it. And, and dude, it's your flavor on it, man, and, and the way you go in with your intro and your ending, you know, like into mission rounds complete, all that stuff is like bam, like boom, 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 like hit it, you know. So well, I tell you what, man, this. this is one of the most difficult projects I've ever tackled. Like just to get the intro for the trailer, I swear to you, I, I must spend about half a day just talking to myself, trying to find the right one. And that last one, the one that actually plays on my trailer. It was me yeah. about 11.30 at night. And I just said, fuck it. Whatever comes out, comes out. And I just ran with it. And just I just did me on that. And I was like, you know what? I like that. I'm keeping that one right there, bro. So in other words, yeah. I think a lot of it, it sounds more natural. When you're just being natural, it just sounds a lot better than um, when trying to be scripted. Because I tried to do scripted at first, uh, and it just did not work out at all for me. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some, you know, podcasts that can be scripted, and there's some that's not. Um, but speaking of scripted, there's, there's a question that I have to ask you, and I right. actually have a few questions that I have to ask you. Bring them uh, on. You know, on office, you know how on office space, uh, you know, because, because these are going to come out on Mondays. Right, right, um, okay. So on office space, when they say who has a case of the Mondays, and the neighbor says, you get your ass kicked for saying some shit like that. <laughs> who, who who gives you a case of the Mondays? You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> who gives me a case of the Mondays? Oh, yeah. man. Ooh. I think, uh, shit. Monday. Monday gives me a case of the Mondays, man. Now, I, uh, <laughs> I definitely would have to say San Antonio traffic. That ah. gives me a case of the Mondays, brother. I cannot stand. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go off on a rant right now. If yeah, you're driving, if you're driving on the freeway, man, and you're in the left lane, the fast lane, you need to be speeding, bro. That is not the speed limit lane. That is the passing oh, yeah. lane. And those oh, people yeah. kill me, bro. They kill me. So they definitely turn my Monday. I try to wake up happy go lucky, man. I do. But <laughs> honestly, if I if I think back now, my kids, my kids give me a case of the Mondays every goddamn morning. Every Absolutely. morning. <laughs> yeah. Trying to that's, get them dressed. That's who I had. That's who I had on there as a case of my Mondays. Because man, I tell you, man, I spent this whole weekend fixing the damn 
my truck and shit, and my boys didn't even help me. And they're the ones that broke the goddamn shit. So them motherfuckers give me a case of the Monday for shit. real, man. <laughs> they, they sure enjoy rolling in it though, but they won't. Oh yeah, to fix it. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't get easier as they get older. You know what I'm no, saying? No, it don't, bro. It does not. So, so let me ask you another question, man. I, I, I like I said, I, I saw, I followed you for a little bit, man, and and I want to know, you know. You know, you were a big drinker. I don't know if you're a yep. drinker uh, now as big as you were earlier. What is up with this Edward Forty Hands, man? Orale. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Forty Hands. Yes, sir. Well, uh, yeah. I, I'm happy to, uh, to let's start off with this. I'm happy to say that I've been sober for a year and a half now. Uh, I've laid That's, off drinking. Oh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I, I completely stopped drinking. I'm done with it. Um, and Edward Forty Hands, for those that don't know, you get two 40 ounces and you tape them up onto your hands and you just drink them. <laughs> but me being the competitive person that I am, you, I, I make it a race who can down their 40s yeah. the fastest. And the thing is that <laughs> you can't take them off until you're done with your beer. So if you got to go piss, guess what? You better have a buddy that's going to be comfortable with you to unzip you or you're going to piss yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, man, Edward Forty Hands yeah. was my game. I love that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw that a couple of times, and I was just and not to bring you back, you know. Hey, oh, I, no, I, you're I, good. Stubbornness, but yeah, I saw that a couple of times. I was just like, dude, what is this dude doing? Like, could I do that? I was like, damn, I don't even know if I can drink a forty five. Like, shit. <laughs> let alone two forties, right? Oh man, yeah, yeah, it was, absolutely. It was me and a couple of buddies back in Fort Carson. Um, you know, it was just something to do. Like, hey, we would hang out and be like, hey. Let's do something with 40 hands. All right. You got the duct tape. I'll get the 40s. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. So so who you got lined up for your next guest, man? Oh, man. So uh, my next guest, uh, it's going to be Aaron Hodgson. I'm sure you oh. remember him. Oh, that's a good guest. Yeah. Uh, I got him coming on. Um, he's um. He hit me up uh, offline and we started talking. Uh, he was telling me, you know, that he was digging the podcast. So, yeah. you know, he started telling me about, you know, his experience has been drill sergeant. You know, he's uh, yeah. done SFAB and all this other stuff. Like, you know what? Hey, would you like to be a guest, man? I'd love, definitely want to hear your stories. And that's one of the yeah. guys that's still active. So we can only teeter on some of the things, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure that we're going to get some good dumbass private stories from basic. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I, I'll tell you though, man. Um, he was definitely one of those guys that um, you know I was always just impressed with. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of guys in the military. You know, like that that you just look at them, and you're just like, holy shit! Like, are they human? You know, like right. He he was a very smart guy, very smart guy, very intelligent, um, always on his game. And, and I'm interested to hear what that that uh that podcast comes out with, man, because uh, he. Uh, you know, he's he's always somebody, you know, and me, I think me and him were either same rank or, or whatever, one of the two. But, um, yeah, it's just someone that, that I, you know, I don't have no problem with it. Right, uh, right. If we're the same rank or you're lower than me or, or above me or anything, like that, I, I really don't. If you're right. interesting to me, I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to, you know, be inspired. I'm going to, you know, do all that stuff. It, it doesn't matter. Oh, know? yeah. And that's in the military. You know, um, civilian work, I, I think I'm kind of explaining, I'm, I'm kind of learning that process now um mm -hmm. and i think i've been learning that for a couple of years now that's where i'm at right now man i'm, I'm doing some project management stuff okay. and I'm, i've worked with civilians and contractors and you know stuff like that so i've had a chance to live the 
civilian life in the military. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot as that goes. And, but, it, but I always have to go back to that. You know, there's a lot of guys and, and he's one of those guys that is just very interesting to me. Like yeah. I'm, you know, I'm willing to, you know, I'm ready to hear what that, what that one goes right with. on. Yeah, definitely appreciate the support. And um, with that being said, one of the benefits that you have for yourself right now is that you've been working with civilians. So that's definitely going to assist you when you tra- uh, transition out. And, um, and, you know, if, especially if you've been off the line for a while, you know, we have a different mentality when we're on the line versus when we're like, you know, doing admin or anything of that sort. It's just a whole different beast, you know. So if you got to work with civilians, at least, you know, you know what type of attitude you can bring, you know, how to you won't be you can't put people and line them up and check their uniform or check their how they're dressed. You know what I mean? Like, that's the mentality that I had when I started working here uh, as a civilian, because I would go dressed yeah. up, you know, a shirt, tie, slacks shoes all shiny and then i would look at the rest of the people and i'm like don't they have any pride <laughs> you know like what's wrong with y'all yeah, and it it took me i'm telling you it took me about three years to finally uh, uh separate that and <laughs> but I, yeah. I i still hold myself with those standards you know yeah i don't yeah i don't know it's just it's, it's a different oh. beast but you have that at least you have that step forward already that you've been working with civilians yeah, 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 absolutely, and I always try to think forward. Um, but I tell you, one one step that you do have, and that that I always, uh, you know, it's very uh, noticeable in your, uh, you know, social media and stuff is you always do that. Uh, uh Red Friday, yes, Red sir. Friday, <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, you know, yes. a, a lot of people don't re- they they it's it's turned into something that people don't realize that we're still in a war, you know, oh, yeah. and you know remember everyone deployed and a lot of people you know they started asking me like why are you always wearing red on friday so i break it down to them you know remember everyone deployed and that's why on fridays we were um you know i wear red and i actually uh got to do a project at work where we made it like uh for i think it was memorial day i was able to have like everybody in my building you know wear red for for the for the military as a remembrance for them you know so that was pretty cool man i mean it, it's just a certain reminder that we're still at war out there. There's still people dying. Just recently, we had a couple of soldiers die, you know, just because yeah. it's not on the media doesn't mean it's not happening. Hey, and, and, and to be honest, man, there was some, some people that died the same day Kobe died, you know, and it yep. was just like, like, whoa, you know, hey, what's more important? Um, and, and this is one of those things, man, like, uh, you know, service members dying or, or passed away or whatever, you know, it's always important. Right. Um, Kobe got you know a little bit more media than him, um, but you know to be honest, man, that thirteen-year-old girl, she was more important than a lot of that, you know. Yep. Like she's exactly. thirteen years old, you know. Like, come on, you know. I, I think a lot of people, um, they like the meme started coming immediately after, but I think as soon as they found out that his daughter was with him, you know, I think that that turned a whole. I mean, it's okay to have dark humor, you know. Right. Is there such right. thing as too soon? I'm not sure. It's all dependent on the audience, you know. But right. I, as soon as it, like, I found out the 13-year-old, the only thing that came to my head was, like, what was going through his mind as he's holding his daughter, you Absolutely. know, knowing that that's it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Because my son's 13. So that, yeah. that hit me big. I'm like, whoa. Like, you know, this, this is he, – he was in a situation where he could not do nothing, you know? Nothing to save her. <laughs> right. That's a fucked up place to be at. Crazy. You know, Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Crazy. senseless, man. Was well, a trip of like you know how many people like I could see both sides of the coin on it. You know that's where 
you have to be like step back sometimes and not let your emotions get the most of it. Because I saw a lot of people, you know, going on there about oh, military this, military that. I get it. And I saw a lot of people about the Kobe thing. You know, every person, some people just, you know, say they're they're hurt just to get that, uh, just to get noticed. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. just want attention. They're attention yeah. force. You know, and others, you know, the the ones that really feel it are the family. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. Hey, so I was never a Laker. Go ahead, man. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, hey, I was never a Laker fan too. I wasn't even a Kobe fan, but you know that that's a serious, you know, topic. Yep. I mean, the, not the not the fact that you know. I mean, I I guess it was just the situation. You know what I mean? Right. I, I'm not gonna say yeah, I'm a Kobe fan all my life or anything. No, I, I didn't like Kobe. Um, right. Because I thought he was a crybaby on on the court, but, but you <laughs> right. know, afterwards seeing a lot of things that he's done, okay, yeah, you know, um, you know, exactly, really, it's how you were affected by that person, right, right. Um, and I'm not gonna say you know, oh, his death wasn't you know or anything, or he didn't do anything inspiring or whatever. And no, I'm not gonna say none of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I wasn't a Kobe fan, you know, and so I'm not gonna say I was a Kobe fan. The situation was horrible, yes. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, you hit it, yeah, you hit it in the beginning. Um, but, but speaking of this, you know, this, uh, yeah. so, so again, because this is Monday, I want to kind of streamline this to Mondays. I got a couple questions that, that streamline to Mondays matters right. the most to you Monday. This is, you know, I, I've heard right. some things say, uh, what, what makes you mad Mondays? Well, I want to see what matters the most to you on Monday, you know, like what matters the most to me on Monday. That's a great question. And a lot of people, um, I, I tell this to a lot of people at my job, you know, Monday is like a reset on the clock. You know, it's a new day to start a new week, to start a new you, you know, or a new goal. So right. that's what Monday is. That's what matters. That uh, Everything that's done last week, it's in the past, bro. Monday gives you a whole new fresh start for the week. And however you decide to, don't blame anybody else for how shitty your day goes. Blame yourself because you're receiving it that way. So it's it's a, a new day to, a new way a new day to start your week. There you go. Uh, there you go. And then I had, I talked to a friend the other day. I was like, who, who came up with these weekdays? You know, like wh- why does Monday have to be the day after the weekend? <laughs> for real. <laughs> hey man, I wish every day was Saturday for me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what matters the most to me on Mondays. If my Wi-Fi works more than 20 to 30 minutes without <laughs> buffering and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Since you said that, what matters the most on Monday is that first cup of coffee, baby. <laughs> that first cup of hey, coffee. Gotta hey, go hey, down. only. Wrong answers only. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I love me some coffee, buddy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I just started drinking coffee probably, and, and then I couldn't. I can't even drink coffee. Oh, I drinking it probably about six months ago, but then I, I found out I got a, you know, gallstone, you know, so I'm trying right. to. Right. Uh, well, you know, you got to rip that gallbladder out. out, man. Rip it out. Yeah, yeah but you know how Tricare works. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey. Speaking of which, I tore my MCL. I had I tore my right MCL. Yeah. And um, according to uh, the doctor that I went to go see, I went to uh to Bamsi first here in San Antonio. Then they sent me uh-huh. to a military doctor. Right. He's like, oh, you know. I think you're all right. It's probably just sprained. We'll set you set up for an MRI. They get me for set for an MRI three months later. All right. I go get my MRI done. The doctor calls me the next day. He's like, hey, how's your knee holding up? I'm like, it's getting better. He's like, 
I don't know how you're still standing on it. You got a class three tear. In other oh words, it completely tore off. And I'm like, oh, but I thought that you said that it was just a minor sprain. You know, and fucking military doctor, bro. And yeah. They never cease to amaze me, bro. <laughs> now, I'm telling you. Probably because they're not doctors. They're, they're, they'll, like, they're PAs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, so so as we start closing out, man, you got any shout outs yeah. or anything that you want to do? Uh, no, man. I just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to come over here and um, – and chill with you for a while, and you're definitely uh, gonna have to come do my podcast. Come shoot the shit with me, you know. Oh, yeah. And I'll make sure I keep the topics. I'll keep the topics uh, non-political, so you don't get in trouble. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I want to give a shout you out. Know, to, uh, well, hey, I'm 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 ready to speak about anything, man. I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of good times that we had on there. Oh yeah, trust. So yeah, we can talk about those moments, you know. Oh yeah, uh, but definitely, you know, hey, you know, if anybody wants to. Come on over to On the Gun Line. That's uh, the podcast right there. I'd be glad to hear your story, you know. And that's what I – I, I kind of have it like, what's your story? That's how I started off. Like, that way I could get yeah. their story, who they are, and then we can shoot the shit from there, you know. Also, yeah. um, you know, and shit. Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. And I appreciate you having me here, man. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, hey, I got a couple shout-outs. So, I, oh, first I want to shout-out to uh, Coach Silva, uh, who's one of my – was a guest on his podcast a few weeks ago and uh man like uh i i, I wanted to do a podcast for a while i started listening to podcasts last year um okay. I was listening to a comedian uh felipe esparza man that dead joke oh, yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> what's up fool <laughs> yeah. what's up fool what's up fool podcast yeah. what's up fool yes, podcast right. <laughs> he says like what's up fool like in the like a hundred times within the first yeah, 30 he does <laughs> <laughs> yes um, sir but you know, I was listening to his podcast because he came here to, and and oh, okay. I wanted to see uh, if he had mentioned our base, and he did. He mentioned it for a quick minute, and I talked to him. He's like, "What's so cool?" I was like, "Oh shit!" You know. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, so that that had me on the podcast trip, and then I was like, "Man, I need to start my own." Well, this guy right here, uh, Coach Silva, uh, me and him were we were together at Fort Sill, and um, he was doing his own podcast, and I was just like, "Oh crap." So uh, he does, like, life lessons and stuff like that. He's got some really yeah. good advice, you know, with men and women. Um, and so I was listening to his, and I was like, hey, I hit him up. I said, hey, let me be a guest on your podcast, which uh, I have him lined up for a couple weeks from now, um, which I need to talk to him, you know, and let him know. But I, I do have I do have him on my schedule, um, which right he on. said he'd do it anyway. So, uh, right. yeah. so I, I want to give a shout-out to him, you know, Coach Silva, you know, go listen to his podcast. And then I want to give a shout-out to, you know, a. Chief Lopez, uh, on the gun line, uh, yeah, his, his podcast, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. His podcast is freaking amazing too. I mean, uh, you definitely get to live the soldier's life, or or just just a, a quick moment in between fire missions because you know uh, fire missions come come and go. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're on that gun line, you don't know when a fire mission. You have thirty mm-hmm. minutes, you have a minute, you have two minutes, you have. You don't know uh, when yep. you beep beep. That's when the conversation ends, or it either starts another one, or it, exactly. You know, so you you have no clue, and and you ha- you're talking about eight to ten different people, you know, thought process, uh, opinions, or whatever. So it's definitely something that that needs to keep keep going. So I, I commend you for that one, and keep doing that, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. So so how can they be reached on uh, 
for on the gun line? How can they reach you, man? Oh, right on. Um, you could um, you can find me on Anchor, obviously. Uh, just Google on the gun line podcast. You'll find it. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, it's uh, it'll be on one of your platforms. You can find me there, or you can go on to onthegunline.com. I just started that website right there because I didn't want to get stolen by anybody else. So <laughs> I went ahead and registered my um, my dot com, and as well as there's a Facebook page called On the Gun Line. That's my Facebook page right there. You know, go on there, or like it, subscribe on it. You know, I'll put some stuff on there every once in a while. And if you want to find out when uh, when it drops, a new one, a new episode drops, I put it right there. And you know, hey, definitely, you know, go ahead and um put the under the net on there too, man. Go ahead and um and drop it on there. Okay, cool. Sounds good. So yeah, um, like I said, I think I'm gonna wait one week to to drop this one. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely going to drop it, uh, uh, and I'll put it on the social media and all this, uh, all the platforms. Um, but same thing with Under the Net. We have a Gmail as well, Under the Net Gmail. Uh, you can reach me on Pat Juarez13 on IG, uh, Pat Juarez on Facebook, and then, like I said, on Gmail, Under the Net Gmail.com. Uh, so, hey, De- hey, Chief Lopez. Warren Officer <laughs> Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude pleasure serving pleasure on this podcast with you it's been a pleasure listening to you i definitely um uh enjoyed this moment this 56 minutes 57 minutes that yes, I've had with you. um and i tell you this man this has been the most that me and you have ever talked um you know in a while because um yeah you know we and you have a special moment anyways and that's you know january 5th january 6th somewhere around there yes sir um anyway, that anniversary yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um, you know, this is just something that 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 keeps everything alive, and and this is this is one of those buddy checks too, man. Like, uh, I I know um, with you doing this, doing something positive, and and you're still alive, and you're still kicking, and you're still moving forward. So, but definitely buddy yes, check, uh, and I appreciate everything that you do, and and keep keep moving forward, man. You know, I'm here for you if you need anything or whatever. Just give me a call, man. I appreciate that, man. Good looking out. On the gun line at gmail.com if y'all got any questions for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke and chief out. All right. Hey, one more thing, though. Yeah. Click. <laughs>